guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. Yesterday, I talked to you about this shepherd's psalm, Psalm 23, and the qualities of sheep and all the things that could help a sheep that is struggling and lost and copycatting and dependent and anxious. Now, anxiety, as you very well know, is is a thing that is such a plague of our day, and it's something that's causing a lot of people a lot of struggles in this world, which is why I want to take you to one of my favorite psalms in this group that we're studying, the Psalms 1 through 46 or so, and it's not one that's mentioned in the Come Follow Me, but for me, it's one that absolutely means a lot, and it's Psalm number 37. So as you go into Psalm 37, I want to share with you a talk from Elder Joseph B. Worthlet. Many of you remember wonderful, beloved Elder Joseph B. Worthlin. Uh, He gave a talk called Improving Our Prayers, and it was a BYU speech back in 2003. And one of the things he talked about with regards to the prayers, I love this statement. He said, do your prayers at times sound and feel the same? Have you ever said a prayer mechanically, the words pouring forth as though cut from a machine? Do you sometimes bore yourself as you pray? I'm totally asking for a friend there. I know you guys never have that happen, right? Prayers that do not demand much of your thought will hardly merit much attention from our Heavenly Father. When you find yourself getting into a routine with your prayers, step back and think. Meditate for a while on the things for which you are really grateful. Look for them. They don't have to be grand or glorious. Sometimes we should express our gratitude for the small and simple things like the scent of the rain, the taste of your favorite macaroni and cheese recipe. I respect that. Or the sound of a loved one's voice. Now, Elder Worthlin goes to Psalm number 37, this one that I've talked about here. It's about the first seven verses or so, and he goes through and uses these very methodically as steps to help us improve our prayers. He says, in Psalm 37, David revealed an inspired process for active prayer and faith. It is a step-by-step process that may serve as a pattern for us to follow as we seek to increase our faith and improve the efficacy or the effectiveness of our prayers. Now, in verses 1 through 3, he says, Fret not is the first step. Fret means to worry or brood about something. Like I said, you've got these sheep that are absolutely worried constantly wondering what is going to happen. The first thing we must do is stop worrying. Now, I understand that is easier said than done, but he says, when we worry about the future, we create unhappiness in the present. I've often heard it said that worry is a payment on a debt you may never owe. Righteous concern may lead us to take appropriate action, but worrying about things that we cannot control can paralyze and demoralize us. Instead of worrying, Focus on doing all that you can and then leave the worrying to your Heavenly Father. If your heart is right with Him, He will take care of the worry and the fear. We must learn to fret not. The second step is to trust in the Lord, which is verse number three. Now, I went through and I searched the word trust. I found it over 40 times in the Psalms. So that's something that we will most likely talk about multiple times as we're going through the Psalms lessons. Why should we trust in him? Because he is our loving and all-wise Father in heaven. Because he is the giver of all good gifts. Because he knows us and he wants us to be happy, successful, and to return to him. God is in his heaven. He is perfect and he loves us. Now, the third 
third step is in verse 3, it says to do good. We do good because we're followers of Christ. We do good because we are members of his church. We do good because we have made solemn covenants to serve as a light unto the world. Our Heavenly Father expects our actions to serve as a living testimony to our words. As we do good, the Lord can bless our efforts. The fourth step is to delight thyself also in the Lord, which is verse number four. I love this. What a wonderful doctrine. Instead of worrying or grumbling that our prayers have gone unanswered, we should delight ourselves in the Lord. Be grateful. Be happy. Know that the Lord in his time will bring about all your righteous desires, sometimes in ways we predict, sometimes in ways we could not have possibly foreseen. What a wonderful recipe for happiness and peace. Those who delight in the Lord, even in times of adversity, will carry with them through their trials an inner and abiding peace. I love that. The next time you're tempted to grumble, think of this passage and instead Delight yourself in the Lord. Your step will be a little lighter, your worries a little less oppressive, and people may even want to be around you more. I love that. So the fifth step, he says, this is verse five, is to commit thy way unto the Lord. No matter what your worries are, commit yourself to keeping his commandments. Brethren, honor your priesthood. Sisters, cleave to the principles of light and truth. The sixth step in verse 7 is to rest in the Lord. Sometimes the hardest thing we can do is wait. You'll see that phrase a lot in the Psalms. The Lord has his own timetable, and although it may frustrate us, his timing is always perfect. When we rest in the Lord, we allow him to work his will for us in his own time and in his own way. Okay, so let me pause for a minute here. So let's apply these things to this crazy world in 2022. So what are some specific things that you are going to do to fret not, to trust in the Lord, to do good, to delight thyself also in the Lord, commit thy way unto the Lord, and to rest in the Lord. Now, I love how Elder Worthland, as he goes through these steps, he gives a result. Not that this is all transactional in nature, or that boom, 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 this will happen, but he gives the blessings of what will happen as we do these things. Rich blessings are promised to those who pray in this manner. Look at these words here. So shalt thou dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. That's in verse 3. The Lord shall give thee the desires of thy heart. That's verse 4. He shall bring it to pass. Verse 5. And he shall bring forth thy righteousness as the light and thy judgment as the noonday. I love the word shall in scripture. It seems to denote that this will happen. The more time we spend in righteous prayer, the more our beings will be filled with light. And if your eye be single to my glory, the Lord has promised, your whole body shall be filled with light, and there shall be no darkness in you, and that body which is filled with light comprehendeth all things. That's in Doctrine and Covenants 88. The more our souls are filled with light, the more we become like our Father in heaven, and the more we are capable of feeling the fruits of the Spirit. This light grows within us often slowly. It banishes the darkness of mortality. It sets to flight fear and doubt. Oh, let me share that phrase again. It sets to flight fear and doubt. The two things right now that are causing so much anxiety and causing so many people to leave the church. It sets to flight that fear and doubt and all desire to do evil. It fills the soul with love, peace, and unspeakable joy. So as you come back to this list here, this little pattern that Elder Worthland talked about, about 
trusting in the Lord, doing good, delighting thyself in him, committing thy ways to the Lord, resting in the Lord, waiting patiently on him and fretting not thyself. I love the principles that are taught here with regards to improving our prayers, which will improve our relationship with the Lord and will help all of us, the sheep that we are, stop worrying so much and trusting in the Lord just a little bit more. If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at bombsocks.com. Thanks for listening, and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed, and have a great day.